Hello, and welcome to the Science Line podcast. I'm Ethan Friedman, the multimedia editor here at Science Line. Just a quick note before we get started, this podcast is now available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher, so please go subscribe on those platforms if you haven't already. Also, make sure to give us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps people find the show, and it helps you stay up to date on all of the great science stories we have coming out. Since the COVID-19 pandemic changed all of our lives back in March, everyone has had to find new ways to spend their time. Today on our show, reporter Casey Crownhart takes an inside look at one of New York City's hottest new coronavirus hobbies, birdwatching. I'm out on a morning walk through Van Cortlandt Park with Joe McManus and a half dozen other birdwatchers. My eyes are straining to catch birds that Joe can spot with ease through the tree branches. Two morning doves just flew by. There goes the catbird. Oh, right here, right here. You see that bird flying around? That's a goldfish. Full disclosure, I didn't catch most of those. Living in the city, my bird Rolodex mostly consists of pigeons. Well, and geese. Things are still a bit quieter in New York City these days, eight months into the coronavirus pandemic. Broadway performances are canceled, bars are mostly closed, and restaurants are at limited capacity. One show that hasn't stopped? Fall migration. Millions of birds pass through New York City every year on their way south for the winter. Pandemic or not, this year is no exception. I joined a public walk hosted by the New York City Audubon Society to see if I could catch a glimpse of some of the birds passing through. I hop off the subway at Van Cortlandt Park in the Bronx and make the short walk to the Nature Center. I approach a small group, eight altogether. Everyone wears binoculars and masks and clusters around the guide. Joseph McManus, uh, I lead the bird walks for New York City Audubon. Joe's our trusty guide to the birds of Van Cortlandt Park. Given the context, I can't help but think that his N95 mask looks a little bit like a beak. As he talks, he tends to trail off, trying to catch passing birds in his binoculars. You know, you have to wear a mask. Oh, there's a white tortoise star on the song star. We set off through the park. Joe stops us frequently to watch for birds in a small field, near a patch of trees, and on the edge of a lake. Joe points out the birds as he sees them and helps those of us beginners who need some extra help. See the big tree? Yeah. Okay, look to the left. By the fence where that brown is, there's a palm wobbler. Just jumping around in there, right? Yep, see it just move? Yeah. I miss the palm warbler. It was too quick for me to get my binoculars on it. But I see the next one, a magnolia warbler. Warblers are among the visiting birds this time of year. They migrate through in the fall and spring, journeys that can take them thousands of miles. I felt lucky to have caught this one on his journey. I'm definitely not the only person who's recently gotten more interested in these feathered visitors. Um, birding has definitely picked up an in interest, I think. That's Andrew. He works for New York City Audubon, the group that sponsored the walk. He says a lot of people around the city are getting into birding these days. Both, you know, from New York City Audubon's perspective and even a lot of my friends who could care less about birds before, they'd been kept texting me about how they've gotten into hummingbirds, setting up like a hummingbird feeder in their backyard 
were asking me kind of random questions about, you know, a certain bluebird that they've been seeing in their yard. So, and there are millions of birds that are coming through the city um, each year. And so I think people are just starting to notice them and appreciate them. For some people, their interest in birding has been reignited by our circumstances. I spoke with Mona Canning, who joined the walk in Van Cortland Park with me. Mona's a high school teacher, and she said she's been trying to get out into the parks as much as she can since the shutdown started in March. I've been working at home, so it was a little easier to go birding. I mean, I was you know, teaching during the day, but I could get to Central Park earlier. I think, you know, birding, um, you know, made me feel much less cooped up, and, you know, it, it helped me relax and just, you know, cope with all the, what was going on, and also having to be, you know, inside all day, sitting down at my desk. It was, it was something I really looked forward to. The good news for birders, whether experienced or brand new, is that birds are still out and about, wherever you are and whatever's going on in the world. There's no place in the world you can go that there's not birds top of mountains, in the middle of the ocean, Antarctica, you name the place, any kind of habitat. Some birds have made it its niche. And as I found out on the walk, New York City is definitely not an exception to that rule. I think I expanded my bird Rolodex far beyond pigeons and geese. While it might be tempting to whip out a camera when you see a new bird, Joe's final piece of advice to interested birders don't worry about trying to snap photos. Just stay in the moment and enjoy it. I say the best camera in the world is right between these two ears, which is your eyes. When you've got your eyes on a bird, it's easy to forget that anything exists outside the binocular sights. And in a way, it's comforting that the birds are just going on about their business, whether it's pigeons strutting down the sidewalks or songbirds making their yearly migration south. There are a few things that feel normal these days, but watching a warbler hop around in the trees is as close as I've gotten in a while. For Science Line, I'm Casey Crownhart. That's our show today. Again, this podcast is currently available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. So go subscribe and give us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. Science Line is a production of NYU's Science, Health, and Environmental Reporting Program. Our theme music is by Jazzar at the Free Music Archive. And for more information about Science Line, visit us at scienceline.org and send us an email at info, I-N-F-O, at scienceline.org. See you next time. Thank you.